Chapter Four of Grace Harlowe's Fourth Year at Overton College by Jessie Graham Flower. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four: Patience Promises to Stand By. For the next three days, Patience Elliot passed successfully for a freshman. Then came the sudden dismaying rumor that she was registered in the sophomore theme class. A little later, it was announced positively that she had passed up freshman French. The truth suddenly burst upon certain members of the sophomore class who had selected Miss Elliot as a splendid subject for sophomore grinds, when, on the occasion of their first-class meeting, she walked quietly into the room where it was to be held and took her place with a cheerful matter-of-course air that was very disturbing to various abashed sophomores who had planned mischief. Far from being angry, the astonished sophomores treated the New England girl's mild deception as a joke, and by it she sprang into instant popularity with her class. There were a few disgruntled students who criticized her, but these were so far in the minority that they counted for little. Kathleen West was among this minority. On the evening when the girl from New England had been shown into the room at the end of the hall, Kathleen had conceived a strong dislike for this calm-faced, independent young woman, whose quiet self-assurance nettled her, and mentally decided that she belonged to the preaching, narrow-minded class of girls who made life a burden for those who did not live up to a certain impossible standard. Patience Elliot had been even less favorably impressed with the newspaper girl, she has a frightful temper, had been her mental observation, and looks the reverse of agreeable. Aside from a brief exchange of conversation, silence had reigned in the room, and remembering the happy faces of the girls she had seen at the breakfast-table that morning, Patience had felt not wholly pleased with her new quarters and not a little lonely. The incident of the broken china had been fortunate in that it had brought about a friendly informal meeting between Grace and herself. After that, everything had glided smoothly along. Patience and Grace received an invitation to take dinner with Miss Sheldon the following Sunday, and this occasion served to strengthen the New England girl's favorable impression of Grace to such an extent that by the end of the week the knot of friendship between them had been firmly tied. From the moment of Kathleen West's discovery that her roommate was fast becoming friendly with the girl she affected to despise, she adopted an aggressive manner toward the New England girl which the latter was quick to perceive and tactfully ignore. Patience had an unusually keen insight into character, and she had made up her mind not to get beyond the point of exchanging common civilities with the disgruntled young woman who seemed determined to go through college with her eyes tightly closed to her own interests. That the newspaper girl possessed a fondness for study and never neglected her lessons was a point in her favor in Patience's eyes. As the daughter of a well-known man of letters, she had inherited her father's love of study and an appreciation of that same love in others. She frequently smiled at the clever, caustic remarks the strange, moody girl was wont to make about everything and everybody, and occasionally she surprised even Kathleen herself by the ready appreciation of the themes the latter wrote. It was several weeks before the two young women even became accustomed to each other. During that time Kathleen learned that Patience was proof against her aggressiveness, and not half so narrow-minded as she had thought. While Patience discovered 
to her dismay that in spite of kathleen's undoubted wit and brilliancy she disliked her rather more if anything than on first acquaintance i feel quite conscience-stricken over it she confided to grace one afternoon as they started down college street for a short walk before dinner i wouldn't tell anyone else grace but i simply can't like miss west i've tried and i can't i'm equally sure she doesn't like me imagine us sharing the intimacy of one room and at the same time disliking each other cordially i suppose there isn't the slightest chance for me to make a change this year besides i don't wish to leave wayne hall oh you mustn't think of leaving wayne hall exclaimed grace in dismay i'm so sorry about miss west she is a peculiar girl none of the girls here pretend to understand her when first she came here as a freshman she was friendly enough with us then something occurred for which we were not to blame or rather we did not know that miss west considers us at fault corrected grace conscientiously at any rate she suddenly began to avoid us for a long time we didn't know the reason grace paused for an instant by the time we found out it was too late other things had happened i can't really tell you much about that part of it she added reddening but in fairness to myself and my friends i will say that we were not to blame for what followed there that isn't very definite is it but i know you won't ask any questions not one returned patience gravely i knew of course that relations between you two were strained but hadn't the slightest idea of the cause of it all i believe i understand something of the situation now they tramped along in silence for a time grace was thinking almost resentfully that even in her senior year she seemed unable to free herself from a sense of responsibility toward kathleen west her great affection for mabel ashe had undoubtedly been at the bottom of it but deep in her heart grace knew that there had been no mabel to pave the way for kathleen she would have done whatever lay in her power to help the strange girl who had no conception of and was not likely ever to imbibe that intangible and yet wholly necessary principle college spirit she wondered a little sadly why mabel ashe had not written her could it be possible that mabel had heard unkind untruthful tales of her from the newspaper girl grace impatiently accused herself of being suspicious and tried to shake off the impression while she was pursuing this uncomfortable train of thought, Patience Elliot was covertly watching her companion's face. The expression she saw there evidently did not please her, and with a slightly determined set of her lips and a gleam of sudden purpose in her frank eyes, she promised herself that, beginning that very day, she would try to study Kathleen from an entirely different standpoint than heretofore. Laying her hand on Grace's shoulder, she said warmly, "'Don't worry, Grace.' I'll take back what I said about leaving Wayne Hall. I'm going to stay there until the last day of my sophomore year at least. And as long as I stay, I shall no doubt go on rooming with Miss West. There, does that make you feel better? It is positively noble in you to say that, Patience, responded Grace gratefully. I know you are bound to be put to endless personal inconvenience on account of it. I feel peculiarly responsible for Miss West because I promised Mabel Ashe, who knows her, that I would help her to like college. I've told you all about Mabel before. Next to Anne and Miriam, Mabel was my best friend here at Overton. I can't begin to tell you how I missed her last year. When Miss West came to Overton, I thought it would be perfectly splendid to have a real newspaper reporter with us, and because she was Mabel's friend, I felt doubly sure of liking her. 
Mabel had sent me a telegram asking me to go to the station to meet her. Anne and I didn't allow any grass to grow under our feet. We rushed off post-haste to the station. Confidentially, we were dreadfully disappointed in her. She was not in the least the sort of girl that I had expected to meet. I suppose I entertained an almost exaggerated idea of what a newspaper woman should be. I've always enjoyed reading stories about clever women who covered important assignments and made good on newspapers. You know the kind of stories I mean. Patience nodded understandingly. Real people are never like people in books, she commented. Usually the real folks do far more startling things than the book people ever thought of doing. I know it, agreed Grace with a rueful smile. Suppose I say what you just said happens to apply to this case and leave the rest to your imagination. Very neatly put, was Patience's grim answer. My imagination is quite equal to the strain. As her roommate, I can draw upon fact rather than imagination. Yet I have a curious feeling that you are going to succeed where we have failed. You are so strong and capable and... Grace's earnest eyes looked their confidence in patience as she groped for the words that would describe her friend. I can't think of the right word right now. But you understand me. What I mean is that once you have made up your mind to do something, you'd do it or die. Tis the blood of my revolutionary ancestors that spurs me on to deeds of might, declaimed patience. Don't give up the ship, girl, I mean, she finished humorously. That looks like Miss West just ahead of us, exclaimed Grace. She came from that house at the end of the row. A crowd of freshmen live there, and one of them seems to be a particular friend of hers. You mean Miss Rule, replied Patience. I have named her my daily affliction. She haunts Wayne Hall with a persistency worthy of a better cause. She adores Miss West and tells me all about it when she is waiting for Kathleen, who I suspect runs away from her more than once. She refers to little Miss Rawle as my crush, but her tone is unpleasantly sarcastic. Miss Rawle honestly admires Miss West and seems to have a great deal of faith in her ability to write. Sometimes Kathleen is the soul of her hospitality. At other times she barely responds to Miss Rawle's timid remarks. When she behaves in that fashion, I feel tempted to give her a good shaking. More than once I have seen Miss Rawle say good night when she looked ready to cry. I wish I knew how to get hold of Kathleen said Grace, looking troubled. "'Tis simply a case of good material going to waste, isn't it?' Patience shrugged her square shoulders. "'I had a glimmer of hope that once she and I became accustomed to each other, we might at least dwell together in peace. So far peace has been maintained by great effort on my part. How much longer it will endure is a question.' At the door of Wayne Hall Grace paused irresolutely. "'Oh, dear!' she exclaimed. I forgot to stop at the stationer's, and I need a lot of little things, too. I must go back and get them. Will you come with me, Patience? Patience shook her head. I want to read for a few minutes before dinner. It is almost the only time I have to read for pleasure. You won't care if I go on upstairs, will you, Grace? Of course not. I wish I didn't have to go. I'll see you at dinner. Grace hurried down the walk on her errand, while Patience went on into the house and to her room. End of chapter 4 Recording by Ashley Jane